Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What is going on, everyone? Casey Adams here. Welcome back to the Rise of the Young podcast. On today's episode, we have Shams Sharania. Shams Sharania is an American sports reporter for The Athletic covering the NBA. I got introduced to Shams through my good friends from John Geiger Co. Shout out to Sean, shout out to Brian, and shout out to John especially. But on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the NBA and what's been happening due to coronavirus. Shams has been a reporter for years now, and he is someone that is absolutely crushing it when it comes to being an NBA sports reporter. So that being said, make sure you screenshot this episode, tag Shams on Instagram, tag myself, repost it on your story so that we can share it as well. And that being said, enjoy the episode. Casey Adams here, and I am with the one and only Shams Sharania, and we're here to talk about a lot of things regarding the NBA, coronavirus, and to overall get his thoughts on what is happening in the league. So Shams, first off, thanks so much for coming on this short interview. So first things first, NBA, coronavirus, you were one of the first reporters to break the news about what has happened, and you've been continuously on top of it over the last seven days. I'd love for you to just give some insight on what's been happening with the NBA and how this came to be that they shut down the league for now. You know, I think it really started with Rudy Gobert's positive test. Um, On Wednesday night, last Wednesday, in Oklahoma City, Rudy Gobert was not feeling well. He ends up having the test for the coronavirus, and it really was an abrupt shock to the league, to to the entire really state. Um, of, of this country and you know once that positive result came back for me Casey as a reporter it was about being 100% accurate and once yep. I you know once I felt comfortable with the information put it out there but the moment you know that it was known that Rudy Gobert was the first positive test um, I, I think it, it sent shockwaves and it was a clear sign that there's no there's no doubt that the NBA was going to suspend indefinitely yep. and several leagues you know everyone was going to follow that that example it was going to be a domino effect and it ended up being just that for the entire country, for, for pro sports in America. And what we've seen since Wednesday, I think, is everyone's eyes starting to finally open yep. wider and wider to the whole pandemic that is coronavirus. Um, yep. And the NBA, listen, they, they were very proactive from jump. I thought, you know, trying to establish rules for players, you know, no media in the locker room, no fans potentially playing uh, d- during the games that the players would play. 
Yeah. But to go from that extreme in a matter of hours to completely shutting down play was really a revolutionary step. And, and now we really don't know whether it'll be three months, two months, et cetera. Yeah. And, and then I know that you also reported as well regarding the practice facilities shutting down. How do you think that will have an impact on the league moving forward? So, yeah, like I reported, the NBA informed their 30 teams today that all practice facilities are going to be shut down. Players cannot no, can no longer go to the facilities to go get any type of workouts, tra- treatments, one-on-one with the coaches anymore. The players are also prescribed not to work out in any gym, you know, in any yep. public gym. You know, these players have their own private gym. But, you know, Casey, these guys don't all have their own private gyms in their yeah. homes and, and have access to basketball courts in their homes. And so it's going to be very difficult for these guys to stay in shape. I've had a handful of players text me today and say, you know, I'm scared I'll be able to stay in shape. And I think there is a worry around the league that these guys, you know, their their game conditioning may suffer uh, whenever the league is ready to start up, whether it's in June, July, August. And that is going to be a concern for teams and for the league to monitor. Now the top players, LeBron James, you know, the Clippers, the Lakers, um, the Bucks. these guys all feel like they have a chance to win a championship. Yep. All these higher, higher echelon teams, they want to play. They want to come yeah. back and play mentally. They will be prepared, but it's the other teams that, I, you know, I think there's a concern about their readiness, their fitness to play when play does, if it does resume. Absolutely. And um, I know one of the big things with Kevin Durant and everything that came out with him testing positive, how do you think that affects the league in terms of someone like that superstar name? When he gets tested positive, how did the league react? And how, in terms of a broadcaster, what did that news do to the fans, you think? I think it brought more awareness. And I, you know, I think that was what, in Kevin Durant's mind is, is, listen, if you're going to, if you're going to, can you give me a moment? Yep. Uh, sorry, I just got a text about it. Are, are, are you able to edit Yep, that? I can edit it. Um, so you asked me about the... About yeah, I can the, ask it again. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's good. So um, regarding Kevin Durant and how he tested positive for the coronavirus, how do you think that affected the, the fans and most importantly, the league overall by having a superstar test positive, someone like Kevin Durant? I think it brought awareness. And, you know, as I was reporting on the story, you know, coronavirus is such a sensitive thing for players and really you leave it up to the player and and and, and put it on him. And, and I think what Kevin Durant did such a great job of was raising awareness of the issue. And his message was clear. Be careful, be safe and quarantine. And like, we're all going to get through this. This wasn't a, I'm going to get through this. You know, yep. I'm the one who's dealing with coronavirus. You know, I think he was very poignant in his message. We're going to get through this. And I think... That should mean a lot for the general public of America, um, of the world. And hopefully, I think in Kevin Durant's mind, continue to bring you know, support to the notion that we all have to social distance. We all have to self-quarantine yep. and really do what we can as a people. And so, but listen, when you have a face of the league, a face of, of, of the NBA, a face of the sports world, test positive for coronavirus, I think it shows that everyone is susceptible to this and, yep. and anyone can, can, can garner this, this, this virus and, and how you deal with it. And everyone, um, I think, I think their eyes widened once, once that right. was out there. How do you think that this whole entire pandemic and everything regarding NBA, how will it impact the league long-term? Like for example, when they go and start up again, do you think the fan interactions will be differently? Will people be more cautious? Or what do you think the NBA will do to bring it back like nothing ever happened? Or what's your thoughts on that? 
that's all up in the air. If I had an answer, I don't, you know, I don't even think Adam Silver knows right now what the Got steps it. are. Is it resume play with no fans in August or July or June? Is it, you know, waiting, scrapping the year? Is it, is it, you know, just playing with fans starting August? Yep. You know, I, I think, you know, they're going to need to take the steps and, and the direction from the government, from the health officials. And the NBA has always been at the forefront of a lot of decisions. They've been at the forefront of setting a lot of standards. And Adam Silver, his leadership through all this, I think, has been impressive. And they were the first domino last week. And they might even be the first domino to restart the league. But I think wow. a lot of things need to come back in order um, before the NBA can resume play. And they want to make sure, first and foremost, the health of the players the fans are, are of the utmost importance. Got it. Um, as a broadcaster, as more updates come out on coronavirus, what do you think your obligation as a broadcaster regarding the reporting moving forward? Where are you spending your time? How do you plan to continuously keep and stay up to date with all of the new updates coming out regarding the league moving forward? I, I think it's just being as fair and as accurate as possible um, for me. Um, you know, this is a sensitive thing. You, yep. you never think going into it as a reporter, you know, as an NBA reporter. You know, I, I think, you know, I, I had a passion for the game. I had a yep. passion for the behind the scenes, the transactions, the stories, the features, the columns. But you don't think you're going to be dealing with a really worldwide global issue yep. that's become the coronavirus pandemic. So for me, it's just about being fair. It's about being honest. It's about being transparent. And, and really, the audience wants to know what the latest is with what they love, which is the NBA and, and the sport that we all love, basketball. Yep. All right, so I got two more questions. And um, one of them being, if you were to give any um, just thoughts to the fans that are watching, someone that has you know inside information and that's consistently reporting on the NBA, what would you say to the fans that are out there that may not know when the league's coming back or they overall just may not see the direction? What do you say to the fans out there that are just missing the game right now? I mean, it, it's it's the players are missing it, too. And I think yep. that, you know, that's one thing that the players, they're, they're sitting home as restless as the fans are. And, yep. you know, it's 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 difficult for all these guys to deal with. And and I think that's one thing fans and players share in common. But I think the goal, you know, I think what you can take in solace is that whether we're talking about LeBron James, Giannis, the Kumpo, the, the games upper echelon players, they all want to salvage the season. And I think yep. that will be important when it comes down to any type of, you know, it's not like these players, like, listen, we're going to go on hiatus for three months. We don't want to yep. play anymore. What's the point? The top players of the game still want to play the season. I think as long as that's the case, um, you know, the NBA will do everything in its power to resume play. Yep. Um, last question. So NBA coronavirus, they were the first to, like you said, release the news to shut down the season as of right now. What do you think created the domino effect across all different leagues? I think the NBA being, the, you know, the NCAA, the, I think that day on Wednesday came out and said, listen, we're going to play the tournament, but it'll be no fans. And I think everyone yep. at that point was like, wow, this is a real landmark move. And coronavirus is real. But the moment an, an, an athlete, a professional athlete, a guy like Rudy Gobert, an all-star, yep. defensive player of the year, uh, one of the most accomplished players overseas here, you know, once he contracted the virus, I think it opened up a lot of eyes. And I think that was the moment where the NBA, the NCAA, and all the professional leagues realized this is real. We need to face this head on. And the NBA was that first league to suspend play. And that ended up being a landmark moment. Yep. The NCAA followed the next day. MLS, NHL, MLB, 
everyone's follow suit. You know, if anything, the NFL stayed afloat. You know, they've given us news. Yep. I think this week, you know, I think the American population has gotten, you know, at least something to divert their attention to. But, you know, we don't know where this virus is going. And, yep. and if, if in August, September, you know, this is still lingering, I think the NFL is going to take the same type of precaution. Got it. Well, Shams, I want to say thank you so much for coming on to give us the latest news regarding the NBA coronavirus updates. Um, last but not least, I wanted to give a big shout out to the to the man that connected us, John Geiger, Sean, and Brian. Um, they've been people that I've been following for a while, and I know that you're connected with them as well. So I, don't, I wanted to make sure to give them a big shout out because that is how we made this happen, man. So I appreciate you taking the time. Yes, sir. Those guys, I mean, you you, you wear their shoes as well. <laughs> product. It's one of the best, most comfortable shoes out there. So shout out John Geiger. Hey, absolutely, man. Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks, Casey. Appreciate it.